Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What does your dream partner look like? I think I would love to have like an anchor partner who is like obsessed with me, loves me, and also we can both date other people, but ideally they would sit at home and I would date other people. Then I think I'm also polyamorous in that way, where I want to date everyone, but I want my partner to sort of be um, locked up in a dungeon at home with no cell phone. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Whoa, 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 whoa. Ezekiel 3 through 13 or whatever. Fucking Galatians 44 through 55 says, Thou shall rewind the boner. God said, cast the net with ye penis and then yank it back up as soon as you start getting aroused. Thou shall be higher and harder and faster than thou next to you. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and director of craft services, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Al Pacino is having a baby. Is having a baby. I know. Al fucking Pacino. What is going on with De Niro and Pacino? What have they decided? At 98 years old, it's feeling feeling frisky. Yeah, have you seen Al Pacino's girlfriend? No. Chrissy. This girl's like 28 years old. Here, let me show you a picture of her. And Morgan, if you can find a picture to show on the video, that would be great. Uh, 29 years old. She's also been linked to um, Mick Jagger. She's also been linked to... Oh, I can't remember who she's been linked to. Oh, I think she was also linked to Robert De Niro. Look at her. Oh, wow. So he's 79 years old, I think. 78 years old. He says, it's, uh, I'm 83 and still going strong. <laughs> oh, he's 83. He's going to be 100 when his kids graduate kindergarten. Wow, wow. Is this even fair to do? Is this even fair to a child to do? I'm just asking a question, like a provocative question. It's none of my business at the end of the day what they choose to do. But is this really fair to a child? Because even at my age, I think for a second, like, geez, I'm going to be like, 
90 when my kids are graduating high school. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, I worry You'll about that. Like 90, I feel like 90. I already feel like 90. Well, yeah, have, have six or seven children, however many kids we have. Have that many children and then tell me how you're feeling. It's exhausting. And well, I, know, I imagine that they have help. Yeah, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine they have help in every house they own all across the world. Yes, but just think about it. I mean, I guess it's a little selfish from his perspective because he just, you know, wants more children, wants to make the girl happy, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the the child won't really know him. But what is she thinking? But I guess he's got a whole library of movies they can watch. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I I don't know if Scarface is how you want your dad remembered, but, you know. (laughs) Say hello to my little kids. (laughs) (laughs) You can see how he once was. Hey, kids, Colombian marching powder. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> me likey, papa likey. Show me your tits. <laughs> Ascent of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, nothing like showing the kids. What's that movie where the horribly violent uh, heat? Remember heat? Oh, heat? Heat was yeah. such a good movie. It is. But that's not what you're going to show your five-year-old. <laughs> hey, there's daddy. Kill it, everybody. <laughs> And there's this good friend, Robert De Niro, who's also dead, who also has children your age. It's also killing people. So there you go. Yeah, just because you can doesn't maybe mean, mean you, you should. should. Well, let me ask you this. Another provocative question. Mm. What is she thinking? Well, she's thinking, I want kids, and they'll be taken care of for the rest, rest of, of their, their lives. Life, <laughs> i.e., therefore, heir to Proctor. <laughs> right. I also will be taken care of for the rest exactly. of my life. Not saying that's her motive. Don't know her. Don't, don't, yeah. don't know anything about her. But but it's a factor. It's a factor. It's got to be a factor. I don't think she would be doing that with no, somebody me. who's down on their yeah. luck. She wouldn't be doing that with 83-year-old <laughs> me living under the porch somewhere. Like She, right. would, that was, no. she wouldn't be like, he's a great candidate for a dad. <laughs> but if you do happen to be the, you know, guy who starred in Scarface and Heat and every other fucking movie you can think of yeah. under, the, under the Irishman, un, under the sun, you know your kids aren't going to want for anything. Mm-hmm. He's no. in the fucking Godfather, for God's yeah. sakes. That movie will always be... A popular movie, yes. always. As long as people are watching movies, that movie's going to be. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's a great Christmas tradition, actually, <laughs> to watch The Godfather. <laughs> some people, some people like Home Alone. I like The Godfather Part Two. What can I say? <laughs> I try to get out and keep all of me back in. Do you like my Apuccino? Yeah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. ah. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't cast you. You're just a whore. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my line of thinking on this is it is a little selfish because children need their parents Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always work out that they get one or either of the parents, sometimes in extreme cases. And there's lots of children out there that are 10, 12, 15, 18 years old that could be adopted. You know, if you really wanted a kid, you could just go pick one up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep that maybe has a little bit of life under their belt so that they can enjoy some time with you so that they at least know who you are. Yeah, I'm picturing, you know, like school uh, playdates. Yeah, (laughs) school playdates and dad gets rolled in with oxygen and his eyeballs rolling in the back of his head. Yeah. Send up a woman! (laughs) (laughs) Colombian marching powder, kids! That's what grandpa says. I mean... You have the most famous dad in the world. I imagine some things are going to be easier for you. 
your dad is 97 years old and you're like 11 going off to middle school and you're probably going to have some bad things that aren't so fantastic too. And that's if he makes it to that age. Isn't the average male in America lives is 83? I think 83 Mm. is the number. So there you go. What's that? He's due then. Yeah, he's due. (laughs) Sorry, Al. Time's up. (laughs) Punch that clock. (laughs) I think there's a better chance she makes it through pregnancy than he makes it through life. Through pregnancy. (laughs) Through pregnancy. That's right. I just don't get it. I I don't get the advanced age children having. Like Alec Baldwin, I think is right on the cusp. Yeah, he is. Because he's in his 50s or early 60s. 60s. And he has... He just had like five children in a row. I know. know. He's he's taking a page out of the Brian Green playbook. (laughs) Just have a baby every time your wife's not pregnant. That's good. Just keep on having those children. But that's, but again, Alec probably doesn't want for anything in his life. Right. He, those children will probably not want for anything in their lives, I would assume. Uh, and it just surprises me a little bit that Al Pacino would think that it would be a good idea to have mm-hmm. children at that age. Now, I guess maybe sometimes it just happens and you don't yeah. know. Hey, at least the guy's still shooting strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got a rock hard cock. <laughs> uh yeah, with medication. Lots of medication. <laughs> probably a penis pump. Let's just be honest about it. There's probably a penis pump somewhere in that house. And that's okay. No shame in the no, game. No, no. You got to get it hard somehow, guys. And, you know, truth is, it's not It's not going to be rock solid for a half an hour in math class for the rest of your life. It's just <laughs> not. That's just the reality. You got to get your EPMs in somehow. Oh, my God. Do I have to get my EPMs in? Mm-hmm. I'm, a little, I'm a little behind. Because, oh. you know, when we went away for the weekend and when you go to the away for the weekend is yeah. the kids are running all over right. the hotel room you got a wife you can't just be like daddy needs some private yeah. time i'm gonna go shoot one out kids go to the rainforest cafe on me yeah you guys go look at the broken elephant at the rainforest cafe i'll be here watching bama rush <laughs> we kid we kid Way it's fun kid. to kid yeah but that could that like that lady is she's 60 years younger than he is almost 57 56 years mm-hmm. younger than he is that's an amazing accomplishment but again you're al pacino oh yeah, yeah like, you don't have a problem no never no. i don't think there's a single woman on earth who wouldn't at least go on a entertain date with you. It, yeah. yeah entertain the idea yeah. of sleeping with you yeah the reality of it might be much different than <laughs> you know al pacino well, back the in the screen. godfather days yes. Yeah, because back in the Godfather days, that's one handsome motherfucker. I mean, he is oh, just yeah. a handsome dude. And he, like, in on in the Godfather, he just, like, commands the screen. Oh, yeah. Everything about him says Godfather. Mm-hmm. It all says you are, he just embodies this kind of ca- calm, cool, collected, seething, mobster. angry mobster. <laughs> but at 83, he looks more yeah. like, uh, I don't know, tapioca eating... Put my teeth away for bedtime. Wheel me out for, you know, pinochle kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of guy. And he'll forever be a He's favorite of mine. He's making one last go of it. Hey, listen. I say... Actually, I don't say go for it. I say <laughs> be careful if you're not El Pacino that you get yourself into this situation. Yes. I know most of our audience is probably in this advanced age also. Most our average audience member age is 83 too so yeah, <laughs> let me give you a little and, advice well it's the podcast you go to sleep to it's the best podcast to go to sleep to mm-hmm. it's the number one podcast in the villages <laughs> well sun city we're west we're not far from moving down there yeah we'll be down there in just a few minutes <laughs> chrissy and i astrid's gonna send us off pretty soon she's sick of us 
Bye! <laughs> wait, 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 what's going on? You're going to the villages, but not the villages down in Florida. The villages in Upper Wisconsin. It's a fantastic place to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do they have there? Nothing. <laughs> A studio I built for you in a cabin. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to kill elk in the winter to survive. <laughs> but keep doing the episodes of the commercial break. We've got to service that brand new airplane I just bought. <laughs> and Matthias in chef school. Yeah, Matthias is in chef school in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my future is always it's already secured. It's already been laid out here on the commercial break. <laughs> So similar, I think so. Similar it is. to the Bama girls that have planned every aspect right. of their college. Yeah. You have now planned out the aspects. A- every aspect of <laughs> my, my life. Yeah. But they're Do you closer. Have outfits. Yeah, I'm closer to retiring than they are to getting into a sorority at Bama. <laughs> I don't. I, have I planned outfits? No, I haven't. And that pisses Astrid off to no end because. I'm thinking of all this stuff I got to get for the uh, big trip we're taking. I know. And I'm like, well, I got to go to the store. I got 10 pairs of shorts, five t-shirts. Because I lost a bunch of weight. And when I lost the weight, now nothing fits me. Right. So I'm like, I got to get 10 t-shirts and 10 shorts and 10 all this. And she's like, well, plan your outfits. You don't need 10 shorts. Yeah. Just bring four shorts. We can wash them while we're over match. there. We can mix and, and match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to have options. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's not a good way to do it. You got to plan it. And then when you plan it, then you don't have to take so much stuff with me. Yes. I am the guy in the family who literally <laughs> takes everything every time we travel <laughs> because I have to. I just, I don't want to be without it. <laughs> and even though I'm only visited the industrialized world like it's not like i'm in some far-flung part of chechnya or something (laughs) where you cannot get a razor yeah or some metamucil or whatever the fuck i'm bringing with me it's just that in my mind in my peon mind it needs to be in that bag or it doesn't exist i mean i'm similar to that so you feel the pain you feel the pain of overpacking Mm -hmm. overpackers are close to my heart because overpackers know that at any moment it's likely if i bring 10 pairs of shorts, 10 shirts, three pairs of shoes, a couple of sweaters, bathing suits, long sleeve shirts for dinner in case we go. It's likely that if I bring my entire closet, I will only wear two pairs of those shorts and three of those (laughs) t-shirts. However, just having the other ones in the bag makes me feel better. I'll fall in love with some pair of shorts. I'll wear it for days on end and I'll just keep switching the shirt out. And, and that's fine. And Astrid points this out every time we travel. You're only going to use six of these items of clothing. Why are you bringing 40? Because if they're there, then I feel good about wearing only those few <laughs> pairs of clothing because I know I got a backup if I need it. Right. But if it's not there, then I feel like I, I don't have choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I feel upset. So overpackers, you keep overpacking. You keep doing you. Like Chrissy and I said the other day on the show, no one may, should be paying to put luggage under the plane anymore. You want to know why? Yeah. Just wait until they say, who, who wants to put their luggage under the plane? And it's for free. There you go. It's a done deal. You're doing them a favor, essentially, and they put it under there, under the plane for free. So unless you're flying one of those super shitty discount airlines, if you're flying any of the major carriers, that's the trick. You pack everything you can. You get four roll-on suitcases. You take them through <laughs> security. Barely make the, yeah, the carry-on. Barely make the carry-on <laughs> thing. Limit. And then, And I have seen, when I went to London, there was a lady... Because there's always a lady. There's that one lady who's got 12 carry-on things. She's got four different, you know, bags, whole food bags and and purses and backpack and two roll-ons. And you're like, that's clearly not allowed. (laughs) But I know her gig because there's a lady like that at every gate at every airport in the United States of America. What she's really doing is she's flying for free. She's flying her luggage for free. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as they say... uh, 
with, you know. Delta One Stoilcom passengers on flight 331 from Philadelphia to Atlanta. We'll start boarding the plane here in just a few minutes after we do our safety checks and clean the plane. We never clean the plane. <laughs> First, we'd like to let you know that today is a full flight, so unfortunately we're not be able to change seats. Also, additionally, if anybody would like to check their bags, we're looking for about 20 bags. We will not have enough room for them. Please bring them up here, and we'll check them for you for your final destination. And there's that one lady. I'm in zone 12, but I'm ready to get seated now with my 30 bags. (laughs) She brings them up, and they all get checked, and she's just saved herself 75 bucks. You can't knock her. Don't hate the game. Have you ever, have you noticed too that they're always full flights now? Always, they have got optimized this down. To they have optimized it. The science, yes. it's crazy. Only when you get a jump. I leg. used to fly sometimes, and there would be yeah. empty seats around. Uh, no, before the so pandemic, it was likely uh, before the pandemic. Like the last five or six flights that I took by myself, there was always an empty seat next to me or near me. Yeah, like around. Yeah, around. And nine times out of ten, it was the middle seat, right? right? It was just the middle seat was open, and that was good news. And, you know, we would make a non-spoken but physical space agreement between the other person in the aisle seat, because I always get the window. I would just make this unspoken agreement that this half of the seat right, will be for yours. my things, and that half of the seat can be for your things, and then we can have a little bit more room and spread mm-hmm. out. Now, forget it. Every flight oh. is full to the brim. Full to the brim, and I even tested this theory a little while back. I was flying to... Memphis on a companion ticket with Jeff. Oh, but I was coming back and I had to come back a different day. And you're supposed to fly to get fly together, but I happened to have a middle seat and I thought, you know what? I mean, we've already paid for the the seats and everything. Like, I'll just let him have that middle seat. And yeah, I was like, that's good news. You'll have a middle seat in between you. Nope. They confirmed with him right before the flight that I wasn't going to make it, and they pulled somebody else on there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's how they do it now. I was on. A, I, I went to a flight. I think when I was flying to Vegas at night, my plane got delayed and delayed and delayed. And, you know, they have the list of standby passengers. Mm-hmm. That list was 30 people deep. Yeah. And they called like 15 of them. And so, it, yeah, it, I think that's the thing is that during the pandemic. They just the, oversell now. They just oversell now. Mm-hmm. They're back to just doing this overselling bullshit. They have less flights, less people working those flights, and they have more passengers than ever trying to fly. Right. Flying has become a real pain in the ass, but it's also... Super safe, and it's a super easy way to travel. Yeah, necessity. Yeah, you know, I used to be like, be like, if anything is less than ten hours, I'll drive it. Why not? You know, I'm young, I'm spry, I, <laughs> I like driving. I probably shouldn't be allowed on an airplane. Like, you know, all that stuff. My patchouli annoys people, and my dirty Doc Martens probably won't get past security. So I used to drive, and now I'm like, if it's over four hours, oh, I yeah. highly consider flying. And the reason why I say four hours is is when you book a flight, you can plan for at least four hours of your life to be wasted on security and waiting for an airplane. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Am I right? Yep, you're right. I'm the same way. So anyway, uh, overpackers, I love you. And keep on, <laughs> you keep on doing you. You overpackers, overpack. Overpackers unite. That's overpackers unite. That's right. Chrissy, let me ask you a very serious but a personal question. Ooh, okay. Okay. How long, if, if you had any rule, what was your rule on kissing on a first date, or fucking on a first date? 
I didn't have rules. You didn't have rules? No. So there was ne- you never had anything like, I don't kiss on the first date, I don't fuck on the first date. No. It was just like, I always kiss on the first date, no, I always fuck on the first date. No, there were just date. no oh, okay, rules. okay, I'm just checking. Okay. <laughs> Something happened, it happened. I had a rule that whatever your rules are, I'll <laughs> adhere to them. That was my rule. Whatever rule you have, I will also yeah. do that. Yeah. You're in the moment. That's it. When I was a teenager, there were a number of of young ladies that not girls that i dated but girls that i was friends with who were who had these generalized rules like i'm not going to sleep with anybody till i get married or i don't kiss on the first not date but i don't kiss you know the Mm. first couple of weeks like as you grow older as i grew older i really realized that um i'm not religious i don't don't believe in a lot of dogma around religion Mm. so i don't have a specific religious reason why i would withhold sex or physical affection or anything like that and quite frankly i was just lucky that i was getting any physical affection or sex (laughs) so i considered myself grateful for whatever opportunity to enter uh a young lady's life in whichever manner she would allow me to right but as I, I, you know, I, I don't think I've any made any secret about this on the show. Like, I, I had sex early. I, I was sexually active early in life, in my early teen years. And so it never crossed my mind to do anything but be sexually active. Yeah. Once the can was, cat was out of the bag, the can was open. It wasn't like I was going to stuff the sardines back in. Quite frankly, I enjoyed it too much. I thought it to be, I found it to be exciting and wonderful and physically stimulating as it, should be, at least for me it was, probably not for any of the girls I slept with. But, you know, I, I can only do so much, Chrissy. <laughs> and it all starts with me. So I I am just fascinated, not I guess fascinated not like in an amazement way, but fascinated by people who build these rules around sex or physical affection, and then they really adhere to them. Mm-hmm. So I think not having sex before you get married, in my personal opinion, from my own perception, my own experiences in life tell me that sounds like a really fucking bad idea to get married to someone that you haven't slept with yet sounds like a bad idea why because while sex probably will be the least important thing when it comes to like a like a marriage or a long-term relationship years and years relationship it'll end up being very low on the totem pole of things that you will have to deal with and navigate it is one of those things that brings intimacy into the relationship. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you can't, all of a sudden, now you're locked in. Yeah. And it's bad sex. Yeah. Ah. It's like going to the, <laughs> some people say, yeah, 10 years of bad sex. Who wants that? <laughs> it's like some people say, it's like you want to test drive a car before you actually buy it. Mm-hmm. I liken it more to Baskin Robbins. You want to try 31 flavors before <laughs> you decide on one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's just be real about it. I'm not encouraging anybody to go have sex if that's not what they... Of course, they're not going to go do that if they don't want to do it. But yeah. I'm not encouraging anybody to to break your rules. <laughs> I'm just saying I find them to be a little trite. And so it does amaze me, um, it, not in a fantastical way, but it, it, I really look at people who do these kind of weird things around sex and timelines and all that. I find it to be interesting. Like, Why? And some people will say because God told us, you know, wait for the flesh yeah, or I feel whatever. Yeah, like it's more of a religious type thing. Not always, but mostly. Yeah. And or if you're trying to like, you've read one of those books that are like how to snag a man or something like how that. How to snag a dick. I remember this one girl that I used to work with and she, you know, got engaged and she was like, I read the rules. And there was a book called The Rules. 
And it was like, never let him see you without your makeup oh, on. Oh, my God. This reminds me of that Bama Rush different thing. Different things. Yeah. Like, there were all these rules. I never read the book, but it sounded like a lot. What, <laughs> like, uh, oh. what were the... What There were the three... I want to say that there, there were the three M's or the three B's in one of the sorority houses. You had to have two of the three... Anytime you walked downstairs or out in public, <laughs> you had to have your makeup done, your hair done, or your clothing or an outfit on, like an actual outfit, not like, you know, fucking whatever, juicy shorts or whatever. Because you were representing? Because you were representing the sorority. Mm. So you had to have two of those three, three done before you left the house, and you'd get in trouble if you don't. And I was like, wow, that's, that's worse than waiting for <laughs> marriage for sex. No. I mean... All I wear is t-shirts and shorts. Like, like I would never live on those rules. <laughs> so this, this subject fascinated me, and this sent me down a big wormhole. And here's the general... I'll tell you about the bigger wormhole, and then we'll get into the more specific video that we're going to watch today. Okay. The bigger wormhole is this insane fanaticism around like extreme Christianity and that kind of conservatism. And how it is becoming in vogue again to be a submissive wife and be a man who has a submissive wife. Mm -hmm. This idea that God, the husband, and then the wife, right, on the totem pole. Some people explain it as God has a relationship with the husband, God has a relationship with the wife, but the man serves the role as leadership for the woman. Mm. I find this to be horribly outdated, terribly abusive, and really like a big mind fuck, right? I agree. I just don't like, and if you watch the commercial break, then you know this. I'm not knocking on the religion. If the religion makes you a better person, yeah, go for please. it. Please. And whatever religion that is, I, while I don't adhere to any particular re religion, I like Buddhism. I've studied it. I think it's interesting. I don't consider myself a Buddhist, but it's the dogma is not for me, but that dogma is so fucked up sometimes and man did i go down this rabbit hole oh, wow. <laughs> of these people who have these these youtube channels they get like you know 300 views 200 views and they're talking about how to be a submissive wife how to make your wife submissive and they all make it sound candy coated and they all use the goddamn scripture of course to bastardize the words and make twist them into the into what they it's what serves them best mm -hmm. for their needs and what their needs is shut up sit down make me fucking dinner yep. and that to me is in just an incredibly outdated way of thinking i've never thought like this so at mm -hmm. least in my lifetime this was not taught to me i did not see this in my own house mainly because my mom was a bad bitch and she would kick your ass if you fucked up. <laughs> and my dad was a bad dick too. Like, I mean, he, you didn't want to fuck with him either, but they didn't have that kind of relationship. No, my parents didn't either. No, your mom was if not my, submissive my <laughs> to your dad. No. I saw those two in action. I'll tell you who was in charge of that situation. I love your dad. He's a wonderful man. And he's a good provider and he's a protector and all the other things amazing. that a man should be and a husband and, oh, a, yeah. and a family man. All kind of those stereotypes. Your mom ran the show. For fucking sure. Yeah, she your did. mom ran the show. She snapped her fingers and everybody came a calling. Yes. Your mom was a queen bee, dude. Lovely, lovely human being. She was a queen bee. Yes. She commanded the room. Mm -hmm. If she was in the room, you she were paying attention court. to her. That's for yeah. sure. So I went down a rabbit hole. It started with this video. Are you ready? Yeah. Why we waited till marriage to kiss. Oh, to, ki to, to kiss? To kiss, Chrissy. Wow. To kiss. 
Are you ready for this? <laughs> I guess so. And then we're going to and then over the next couple of weeks we'll be going further down the larger rabbit hole which is religious submission for females. Um, is the rabbit hole the same as the wormhole? Yeah, there's a worm, okay. there's a rabbit. <laughs> I actually don't think rabbits make holes. <laughs> I thought they did dig holes. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I'd tell you who does uh, make holes are those fucking monkey chips, as my daughter calls them. The chipmunks? The she chip calls them monkey monks. chips. Oh. And they make holes all over my property. It drives me crazy. They like dig under my, f- they dig under my front walkway and they're always bothering me. And tell- But I just leave them alone. Yeah, and then cute. one time I was like, I was really scared that the holes were actually snake holes. Oh, right. So I was like, we had an exterminator over one time handling a, a squirrel problem in the attic. And I was like, hey, man, what about all these holes in the backyard? Like, what kind of snakes do that? And he's like, do snakes have hands? Because I didn't realize they had hands. He said that. He said that. And I go, what? And he goes, hands. You know, those things you need to dig. Yeah. He's like, what does a snake dig with? And I was like, I don't know. It's head. He's like, you think a snake is going around pushing mud around? Well, there are snake holes, though. Yeah, they're inhibiting other holes oh, okay. that they found, like been... monkey chip holes yeah. that they just <laughs> <Okay>. ate. <laughs> yeah, like the right. family of monkey chips that's now in my belly. <laughs> I found them in the hole, and now I'm going to stay here for a while and hang out. TCB. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day, and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our specialized urls or codes when and if you can they pay our bills and who knows you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and i thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break All right, so without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. And I found these two interesting human beings <laughs> who waited till marriage to kiss. What's going on? We're the, we're the fam. Today we are going to tell you why we waited until marriage to kiss. You're not going to want to miss this. <laughs> to get the... Huh. Wow. I have some thoughts on why they might have <laughs> waited till marriage to kiss, but I'm going to reserve those for myself. This <laughs> thing starts. I know it probably sounds really crazy. Like, why did these people wait till marriage? marriage like, what's wrong with them? That is not normal. Okay. And about this video, we're not making this because, like, we're better than people who didn't, like, wait to kiss till marriage. We're just telling we're you. We're making this video to make sure you know we're better than you are because we waited till marriage to kiss. Right, Chrissy? <laughs> 
<laughs> Why do I feel like there's a brother husband episode coming with these yeah, two? Yeah, exactly. Our story, why we did it, how it helped us, and uh, all of that. So really, one of the prime reasons we did this. She looks like a kidnapping victim. Yeah. Does she, she not look scared? She, yeah, yeah, she's definitely uh, yeah. Like submissive. She's, yeah, she's done with her <laughs> commandeering husband was because we had a past that with just dating dating relationships and that sort of thing where we did kiss and we did do more than we wanted to do. You know, as Christians, we believe that, you know, sex is for marriage, you know, and we didn't want to go down that path, you know, because when you don't kiss, it makes things easier to like, it's like one less door. So, so like, for example, we're alone. I start. For example, I went to a bar called Shaggy's. It was all men. I had no idea what was going on. And I said, I am not allowed to kiss my wife. However, maybe just one of these men will I can kiss because it doesn't say anything yeah, in the Bible about not kissing men. That's that's what I say. Mm-hmm. Kiss her. Then my then my hand starts to go somewhere else. And then certain articles of clothing come off. And then before you know it, bang, bang, you're done. Lights out. Just like that. Like forget Netflix and wow. chill. Just that's kiss. What Netflix and chill. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. I'm like a grandpa. So really, what? <laughs> what is going on with this guy? I don't know. I mean, he, he... I, like, you can't control yourself after just a kiss? Yeah, and what is bang, bang, you're done? As if your penis explodes <laughs> when you put it in a vagina? This He'll is scare explode. tactics. You explode. <laughs> I don't know about this guy. I'm, yeah. I don't know. My spidey senses are up on this one. <laughs> We did it. It was like when I when I met her, okay, I just like that was one thing I really struggled with, you know, and I really believe that it like ruined all my vagina. Vagina is one of those things I really struggled with, Mm -hmm. Chrissy. So I waited as long as possible to eat it. Relationships, you know, and I wanted it to be just like a real. I only eat bangers and mash. friendship i wanted to get to know her for her and i felt like in that relationship like with god that i had at a time at the time it was sort of like you know like don't like use her like she she's like a child of god like get to know her like that not just like what what can she do i feel like you can really get to know someone by a kiss i feel like that's probably one of the (laughs) only ways you determine whether or not you're friends or not yes yeah, like being in an intimate relationship where you don't get intimate, physically intimate, sounds pretty fucking miserable all around, mm-hmm. actually. I'm not going to wait 10 years to fucking kiss somebody. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Honestly, <sighs> I don't have any problems kissing on a first date. Now, it doesn't, that hasn't always happened. There, there have been women who didn't like me, so I didn't get to kiss yeah, on the first no. date. I mean, sometimes it's not there. Yeah, it's not there. And so you don't move forward. Or but the, yeah. if it is and the moment presents itself, you should Why have not? a kiss. Yeah. Pleasures of the flesh, Chrissy. (laughs) Pleasures of the flesh. I've always said, I'm a pleasures of the flesh kind of guy. (laughs) People ask, am I a tit or an ass guy? I'm neither. I'm a vagina man. Uh I feel like a lot of guys, and we're sort of taught in this world with like pornography and all these different things, we like look at women, we sexualize them. So I knew that I wanted this relationship to be really fair. That's not a bad thing. Sexualizing someone that you're attracted to is, is not a bad thing. Like imagining imagining sex with someone that you're interested in is a perfectly normal thing. Yeah. Now, you know, dolling up 13-year-olds in, you know, string bikinis and sending them down the the catwalk is not a great idea. I understand what he's saying there. 
but you can't take this to the absolute extreme and like neuter yourself <laughs> so that you can wait till marriage for what? What magical thing happens right after you get married? I don't understand. No. I got it's married. It's just the next day. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's the next day yeah. and breaking up becomes a little right. bit more complicated. <laughs> now you got to get attorneys involved. Because like the moment I started like giving my life to God and like listening to him, things started going better. So like, you know, there's a Bible verse actually in Isaiah and uh, the whole thing about it is my thoughts are nothing like yours, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Isaiah 50. Oh, you want to get into an argument about who's higher? <laughs> I'll have that discussion all day long. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe that scripture means, you know. Don't, does that I, specifically mean don't kiss? No, it doesn't. And couldn't it mean do kiss? Like, couldn't yeah. it mean bang harder, bang yeah. faster, get Let's higher? Get to a higher yeah. level. That's right. Some people say Jesus might have been a mushroom taker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, nine. So I just knew that, like, we we met each other and we got, you'll have to see that video. It's right here. And uh, the moment I asked her to be my girlfriend, we started kissing. And, and it was just, like, too hot and steamy kissing. And I knew it was going to lead to the bang, bang. So, like, that's primarily... This poor girl looks like she is about to explode. I know. You have to go to YouTube.com slash the commercial break to look at this lady. The... The wife in this video, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but the wife in this video honestly looks miserable. Yeah. She looks miserable. First of all, I think she wants her husband to shut up. <laughs> Second of all, I sense that there's just something else going on here that's not being said. Probably won't be said in this video, yeah. but. <laughs> Why I saw him, tell him. You didn't, she didn't want to do this. She wanted to keep kissing. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. She's a slut. God, <laughs> My I wife's guess. a hoe. <laughs> She's like, are you kidding me? Like, you don't want to kiss? Like, what kind of guy is this? You know, it's not, like, that hard as, like, a girl. Not that it's not that hard to refrain as a girl, but it's easier for girls to refrain than, like, guys, because guys get real, you know, like, mm -hmm. into it. Yeah. Tommy said I wasn't necessarily convicted to do this, like, when we first started dating. Mm -hmm. Like, he was the one who talked about it. And then I was just like, okay, whatever, like, you know. And, um... But, you know, like, I did agree to it because it just, like he said, we knew that it was already, like, going down the wrong road within, like, a day. You know, yeah. we were like, we probably shouldn't be doing this. So, oh, God. Oh, I mean, my the God. The amount of guilt. I know. The amount of, like, putting on this yourself. is why I disliked the Catholic Church yeah. so much yeah. is because you have to feel guilty about everything. You're born guilty. Mm -hmm. You are literally born guilty of sin, and now you got to apologize your way through life, hide under the covers, don't whack off, don't have sex, don't touch that girl be submissive, all this other bullshit, it all just made you feel more miserable than life already makes you feel, which is pretty fucking miserable in some in some cases. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so why are you beating yourself up? Why put the whip to your own back? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And this poor lady is like, I just want some dick. Like, I just want to kiss and <laughs> make out. Kiss, yeah. yeah, and then she acts as if he, her husband is some uncontrollable animal. Once he gets a boner, he can't stop. I hate this mythology around men yeah. that they're so amorous that any you get them started and they can't stop. Like, we're uncontrollable. We no. don't have an off button. That's such horseshit, and it shouldn't be taught to men like that, that you shouldn't say that. Why? Because it preludes a stereotype that just isn't true. You have control over your dick. You can yeah. ha you you might have not have control over when you get a boner. I know that for a fact. <laughs> but you have control over where you stick that boner. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, and I feel too like um you know, 
okay, not having sex, whatever. But like the even the no kissing, like I feel like that's how you so show somebody that you think that they're attractive. Yes, you want to kiss them. Yeah. Well, these, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And imagine the conversations you have to have. Yeah. Whoa, 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 Listen, whoa, 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 stop. In, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Ezekiel <laughs> three through thirteen or whatever. <laughs> Fucking Galatians forty four through fifty five says, "Thou shall rewind the boner." God said, "Cast the net with ye penis, and then yank it back up as soon as you start getting aroused. Thou shall be higher and harder and faster than thou next to you." You know, like as our relationship progressed, it was nice because every time that we hung out, you know, it wasn't that much because we were so far apart. Yeah. Um, and we were just like have to hang out and talk and like, yeah. get to know each other. And we they were, were so like, far apart. Was this like a long distance? I assume cause I'm the first I'm hearing of it, but I assume that's true. <laughs> first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> I'm an investigative reporter now. First I'm hearing of this. <laughs> I love when people say that. Because it's, you know, it's never know. true. That's the first time I'm hearing of this. Except for the couple times I heard it before. Sorry, I didn't tell you. Talk about God, talk about school. Like, we just really got to know each other really well because we weren't, like, doing that stuff. Well, totally. I mean, it sounds like an absolute school, snooze fest. If you were in middle, middle school, school, then that was good. Yeah. <laughs> if mom and dad are dropping you off at the mall and you make a conscious decision just to get to know each hey. other, that's fine. But what is there to know? I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What else? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you're adults. This sounds so boring. Getting to sitting around just talking to each other. Okay, I get that. Esther and I talked endless, endless, endless oh, yeah. amounts. And I'm not saying how long we waited, but it wasn't very long. Yeah. And that's because we're two consenting adults right. who really were into each other. Mm-hmm. And we decided. Wanted to explore. Wanted to explore. And boy, did we. Yes. Now we got 12 to 25 children <laughs> exactly. or whatever's going on out there. There's a dog somewhere in the mix, too. So if you're dating, doing all that stuff, you want to be alone a lot, yeah. right? And like, we didn't mind being with other people because we were doing that totally. stuff anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I really wanted to be with her brother a lot. I found him very comforting. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of her cousins. I mean, so we were like more likely to hang out with our families and do all this stuff. Like, for me, like later on, it was so nice because when we would like fight or something would happen and I'd be like, oh, it's the end of the world, like. I didn't have that stuff to, like, push on to him. So I couldn't be like, oh, like, you know, he doesn't love me. He's, like, just here for that or this. Um, Because we weren't doing that stuff. So I didn't have that insecurity with him. And and in the past, I'd always had that insecurity. I feel like it would be opposite for me. Yeah, (laughs) me too. This guy doesn't want to touch me, kiss me, nothing. Okay, then that's, I think, where my insecurity would be. I'd be like, hey, Astrid. Not because of waiting. Hey, Esther, listen, I know we've been dating each other long distance, and I've been traveling all across the world to chase you down, and I understand that, uh, you know, you want to take this slow and be careful, um, but is it possible for me to get within a five-foot circle of you now that we've been dating for three years? <laughs> no, I'll be back. I'm going to the bathhouse. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't abstain from kissing that's why the guy was there so like you you always have that like sort of red flag to go you know Mm. so like if if something happened with us i couldn't be like oh he's you know he's just here for that he's just here for kissing he's just here for the kissing (laughs) just here for my tongue (laughs) these lips are made of gold and rose water he's just here for that (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't get this. The red flag? I think the red flag is you're not having sex. That's the red flag. Yep. Or just you can know, like shut things like down. Everything's just physical. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then even as we got to like marriage, like you guys don't know this, but like the day before we got married, we got in a huge, huge fight. Yeah. And like it was just Yeah. Like, <laughs> this guy. What's wrong with him? What is wrong with him? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Not going. I don't want to say the inside part out loud. No, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Seriously, like I told my parents, I was like, I don't want to get married. Yeah, she was sitting in her bedroom crying. I was on the couch crying. Her parents were like consulting they her. Were, like, going Damn, and going like, back. So you're, what you're telling me is that it did more. <laughs> yeah, it did more damage than yeah, it did no. good. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to give up his call off the marriage. <laughs> Meanwhile, he said his parents are consulting <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't want to like encourage her to marry me, marry yeah. me, but not discourage her. They wanted her to really realize like what are the things, like what are the reasons stopping you? And she couldn't come up with any. And this that was the nice thing. Well, was what was the fight about? Come on. Yeah, what now, was the fight about? You got to tell us what the mean potatoes were. Yeah. Probably were that she's starving for a little dick. Yeah. And mash are. No, she's probably like touch these supple breasts. <laughs> I'm in my prime. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, there was nothing that I yeah. could say that, like, you know, he was like a bad guy or like totally. something didn't work. Or totally. Like yeah. Right. God, I would go crazy. We're off like everything was good totally. because we weren't like totally making those mistakes. Right. Yeah. And if we were, yeah. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Totally. Got it. You're on to it now, honey. Oh, it would have been a lot harder for yeah. me to like overcome that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, nothing's wrong with kissing. Nothing's wrong with kissing as a boyfriend and girlfriend, you know. But the thing is, for us, we just didn't want to get to that door of just more, like, sexual immorality. Like, we believe, like, sex is good, but in the confines of marriage. And God does that because you have trust. Anytime you got to use the word sex and confines in the same <laughs> sentence, and it's not part of a Fifty Shades novel, you're probably doing it wrong. I'm just sharing that. Just saying. It's Brian's personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Nothing. Of security, like I can't leave, you know, like she can't just leave, like it's just like you're a safe trapped. environment. Oh, yeah, now you're trapped. <laughs> now you're trapped. We loved that we were trapping each other, yes, into this. Listen, like, nothing like getting may. stuck <laughs> in a marriage with a dick that won't get hard, yeah. <laughs> just oh, kids, take heed. I'm not telling you to go have sex, but I'm not telling you to not go have sex either, you know what I'm saying. Find the one, and when you think you've found the one, explore yourself. Nothing wrong with sex. Be sex positive. Be sex yes. Sex adventurous. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable in that moment and you, where you feel safe and wanted and cared for. But explore. Have fun. Some of them are going to work out. Some of them aren't. Yeah, but, some are going to work out. Know? Some aren't. But if you just get stuck in a marriage <laughs> and you've never had sex or kissed that person before, you are screwed. Yeah. Screwed. If you haven't had sex with someone for years and you're waiting till marriage, the likelihood of you having good sex is zero. Zero. Why? Because no one knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> um, um, of a husband and wife. And like we believe like since God created this like sexuality, obviously like he, it's a good thing. It's a gift to us, but we don't want to misuse the gift. 
And, you know, as God, sometimes God tells us things that we don't like. But the thing is, if he told us everything that we liked, then, like, we'd be God and he wouldn't be God. Like, like it, it makes... <laughs> I figured it all out. <laughs> Punch yourself in the penis until your dick goes down and then you're God! <laughs> <laughs> don't have sex it's me Satan baby how you doing just I want to check in here what are you two fucking morons doing <laughs> Jesus Christ on a stick I mean come on guys listen I know that I get a bad rap because I'm Satan baby and all that other stuff but I just without sex I wouldn't be here and sex isn't that bad pleasures of the flesh Chrissy pleasures of the flesh so do me a favor get dad's computer and uh, pop up that browser history and let's see some titties but God baby is hungry baby <laughs> baby Dante is hungry show me those titties sense that like there's there's things that like god has for our life that we don't really understand and get because it's like a parent with a two-year-old i tell my two-year-old not to eat the whole like bowl of candy but sometimes he wants to eat the whole thing and then he ends up sick afterwards that's what it's like with like sex and sexual immorality outside of marriage it's like the more you like the especially with kissing then you kiss and then you want to go further and then you want to go further and guess what you end up having sex and you're like that's and it you want to just bathe in yourselves in skittles everywhere <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> One minute you're kissing, and the next minute you're getting out the ready whip. It's a slippery slope. And then you have sex. And what? That's it? That's all? That's all there was? Yes, dude. That's all there is. And you're bringing candy and candy bowls into the bedroom. That's right. All of a sudden, you got two year olds and candy bowls and dogs licking your anus. It's a whole scene. Sodom and Gomorrah, literally. <laughs> Be careful with that kissing. It's a slippery slope. It's not like that. It's a gift and you grow closer. And it like, you know, God says it like binds you. It's like covenant making. Um, so I would say even if you're not a Christian, like don't tune this out. Like especially if you're a female, if you're a woman, okay, like tell your guy you don't want to like. That's how you get this. That's how you get a <laughs> ring. You don't want like, you know, what do they say about the milk and the cow? Yeah, like why buy the cow when you get the milk? Why buy the cow if you could get the milk? Okay, so ladies. I don't think that's how it goes at all. <laughs> why buy the cow if you could get the milk? I think it's why buy the cow when you can have a steak. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's why buy the cow when you have milk. <laughs> I don't get this at all. Not following no. this guy one bit. And I think he totally. was just about to do two, sna totally. two snaps and a finger, whatever oh, yeah. they said. Two snaps and a clap. <laughs> <laughs> totally not saying the outside part out there like if you want to see first like you'd have to explain this to your guy but if you want to see if he's really there for you like try not kissing him try not doing any of these things and what i really liked about it With was like when we sex. got in yes <laughs> play oh, these games oh jimmy i can feel your manhood <laughs> growing pull down those pants no no and then no, you're no, and then you're just no, like no, 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 no. just blow on it <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. I'm saving myself for me? marriage. I don't want any of those red flags. Uh, put your penis back. <laughs> what the fuck? 
argument or fight, we can just like make out and like yeah. do sexual things to like make it okay. You have to actually learn how to. Con- this guy has this guy ever had sex? <laughs> has this guy ever had actual sex with like a, a penis in a vag- with a I woman? Don't know. Yes, I don't think so because I don't. I think he's getting this. I when I, I makeup sex is great. It's wonderful, right? But I don't know too many people that are in the middle of an argument yeah. and then just start fucking no. and say, "Ah, we're no. just covering it up." No. Yeah communicate and like work together and when people are having sex before marriage you could just have sex to like makeup sex but really it's not you're just hiding the underlying issues under the carpet until one day the issues are so big it's like an elephant in the room and you're just like up here and it's an explosion and you break up and then you're he loves talking about explosions yeah he's got a lot of bang, explosions bangs. going on a lot of bang bangs that's it <laughs> we have sex and that's all yes that's all <laughs> Have you ever had sex with a woman? Because it's pretty fucking fantastic. Matter of fact, can't think of too many other things I'd rather be doing. Her, her, because you gave that to that person and then you feel like they took it. It's just this whole thing. And I think it was easier for us to not do it because we had experienced that with Mm -hmm. other people. Like, so by the time Tommy and I met, we'd both like gone down that road and we knew we didn't want to do it again. Yeah. So that's where we said, listen here, Tommy Knocker. Yeah. (laughs) Listen here, Tommy Two Step. Tommy Tiptoes. Let me tell you about something right now, young man. There's only three things that come from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> I don't get it. So you, so wait, you guys have had sex before? They and had you, it with other people, and they still chose to wait for marriage. Yeah, yeah, something's wrong. with I think that people. was Tommy's idea. <laughs> yeah, I am guessing that it was Tommy's idea. I'm guessing Tommy pushed real hard for this, right? Uh-huh. We Let's don't wait. have to have Let's any wait. sex. Let's yeah. wait. You know no why we should wait? Either. Because God said so. And I'll find the Bible v- verses <laughs> later on at a later date. But I just know right now we better settle down or all of a sudden I'm touching your breasts and then maybe your clitoris or whatever's down there. And it's very possible that things could just go sideways for us. I'm going to go to one of my man retreats and I'll be back in a couple days. Yep. It's a men's group. It's because like we knew for like- a men's group. <laughs> Which is fine, yeah. whatever. I didn't want to have sex, yeah. and so like we knew that kissing could. Li- <laughs> I'll tell you something later. Anyways, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Could lead to that. Yeah, it wasn't like that. We were like so like goody goodies. Like, we're yeah. just like, hi, yeah, let's not kiss. Like you know, like of course I want to kiss her. Like, are you kidding me? Like, but we made so many mistakes in that department where we really wanted God to like redeem it. And, and, and he did. And that's the thing. Maybe you've had sex before marriage and done all these things. And, and maybe you've done that with your husband or wife you're living with now. You had sex before you got married. Like, that doesn't mean, like, that's a broken Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds to me like this guy is trying to still convince He's his wife. convincing himself. Himself and, and his, his wife, wife yeah. that this was the right thing to do. Yeah. And maybe in some sense is still the right thing to do. <laughs> yes. Like we can get, let's do that again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to no sex. Or let's wait kissing. until we're dead to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> we should wait until death. And if you want to find another boy to have sex with, I'm completely okay with that. As long as I can watch. <laughs> thing like god heals god restores like the bible says god works all things together for good for those who love them yeah. 
if you really trust God with your life in the end, um, that, you know, you're not going to maybe win the lottery, but like life's going to be so much better. And I wrote down that God calls us to a higher standard of living, not for his benefit, but for ours. So many times the thing God things God wants out of our lives is because they'll hurt us in the end. Like God's not like the fun killer, the fun police. He's like, no sex for you. No, this for you. Like that sucks. It's like God's God. Okay. If he created the universe, like big deal, you're having sex, but it is a big deal because he knows it's going to hurt you. And that's why he doesn't want it. So these things are gifts and they're good in certain contexts. Oh my God. That's why all animals wait. Yeah, that's why all animals wait till marriage before sex. <laughs> Nothing like two zebras out there just waiting to kiss. <laughs> waiting for that for that jungle zebra ceremony where they all get married. Yeah, they wait. This is why this is why religious dogma is so fucked up is because these words in this book that uh, uh, Christianity, which is what I'm most familiar with, I'm sure this is done in every religion with every, you know, religious book. But Christianity specifically, one that I'm familiar with, anybody can take these words and twist them up into a big fucking knot. Yeah. And there are so many words in the Bible that you really would have to go far outside the understanding of science to not be able to twist those words into something that you want. We could also probably take a lot of words from the Bible and make the case that he says have sex plenty, often, and everywhere. Right. Yeah, because Chrissy's right. Which animals are waiting until they're married to have sex? And does God know it's bad for them? But when we misuse them, we just end up being the ones who are hurt. And that's what we learned. Sex is so, such an important like sin that people like misuse. It's an important it sin. It's an important there sin. There we go. There we go. There it's it is. That's what I grew uh-huh. up with. Sex before marriage is a sin and you must repent and it's bad and God didn't want it that way and now you're in trouble. God damn, man. This is like, no wonder so many people are hypnotized and mesmerized by this stuff because it's easy to fall into this trap of this line of thinking. And then you, I think, sometimes have a hard time breaking outside that box. It's like, that's what you live with. That's what everybody else is talking about. That's what you hear every Sunday. And you become so guilt-ridden by everything Mm -hmm. that you're paralyzed to do anything. Yeah. Affect like your body and your feelings, like it affects like your future. So like even after you have sex, like when you're dating or when you're not married, once you get married, it changes your view of sex. Mm-hmm. So like you view it as I heard this from I think Timothy Keller. Ah. Like, when you're dating, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. Sex is like this like petition. It's you're always wow. trying to like be better, do better, be sexy, be this. And like when you're married it's not. Like yeah. that, it's not that at all. So it's like when you're married and you're having sex and like the, the feeling is different, it's not like all like exciting and mm-hmm. bad. Like you're like, Whoa, like why is this like weird and different? Totally. But like you wouldn't even have that thought if you didn't do that. Totally. So it's totally. Like, Totally. I don't understand what she's saying at all, though. Totally. I like vagina. Totally. So, yeah. So, so marriage after or sex after marriage then becomes boring, boring and non-sexy. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. When you're not married, then it's exciting and fun. (laughs) When you're married, it's like, why did we wait to do this? Because we really weren't missing anything. But I have a feeling this problem is specific to this couple. I think so, too. 
yeah. it makes it even, even better once you get married because it's like yeah. you just have this different view and sex isn't going to be like that because you're married. You can do it now. Yeah. yeah. You can do it whenever you want. And that's the thing you realize like and anybody realizes once you're together long enough with someone, you're not just like having sex in elevators and like under the <laughs> car and like, you know, you have babies that are like crapping in their diapers and you have to change them. And like, you know, these are unsexy things. Okay. So like sex becomes something greater than just like I have this urge and I'm just going to get it from her and be done. You know what I mean? Like it, it's... Okay. <laughs> yep. My brain has determined something about this couple, but I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> oh my God. All right. They go on for another well, minute depressing. or so. That's horribly depressing. For them. Well, it's depressing for everybody because we got to live with these idiots <laughs> on the same planet. Why can't you have sex in the elevator after you're married? I don't know, Chrissy. I don't know why, why you, you have do to it be anywhere, anytime. Yeah, why do you have to be boring after yeah. you get married? Just because you have kids doesn't mean you have to die. That's not what happens. No. Your dick doesn't have to shrivel up and go away. Number one. Al Pacino's hasn't. Yeah, Al Pacino's <laughs> still rock solid, apparently. He's got a team of penis pumpers. <laughs> I want my penis pump! Oh my god Well if that didn't depress you enough Go to tcbpodcast.com All the audio All the video right there One location we got you covered tcbpodcast.com And if you want your free 21 EPM sticker We're encouraging you Take care of your prostate Get your BRCA gene checked Get your boobs, get your tits checked Get your uteri checked Get your dick checked Get it all checked, kids. Just stay healthy. It's easy prevention. Yep. Prevention is the best medicine, and 21 EPMs will get you there. Ejaculate all over the place all the time. Right. Even before marriage. We Mm -hmm. allow it. My God says, whack off as much as possible. That's what my God says. Yeah, well, we can always consult the treaty. Consult the treaty, which says, do have sex before (laughs) marriage. (laughs) And when you want your 21 EPM sticker, go to the website, hit the contact us button, leave us your physical address. If you want us to say something, sign something, whatever, we'll do it. Just go to the website and request it. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes every single time they air here on the audio feed. Morgan does such a great job. We get so many positive uh, comments about the YouTube videos. I think you'll enjoy them too. So, youtube.com slash the commercial break. 1 855 TCB 8383. 1 855 TCB 8383. Never spam. Text us there. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take them all. 855 TCB 8383. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok. And please do us a favor leave us a review on Apple. Okay, Chrissy, I think that's enough. Of oh, that shit for today. I think so, Brian. So, what I will say is that I do love you. I love you. And even though I won't have sex with you before marriage, I'll say best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, save yourself for marriage. <laughs> Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say. Goodbye. Goodbye.